Alex, you've had a tremendous year. You got into the top 100 at the end of last year. You got into the top 40 this year. What do you think has made the difference after so many years of hard work? Um, good question. Uh, to be honest, hard to say. Uh, it just some somehow it happens. Of course, uh, I was trying to work correctly. Uh, I got perfect team around me. That that is the key for me also. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, just it's like the classic uh, classic thing to say the hard work, but actually that that's true. And uh, I would say that I'm more professional than uh, years before. I take care of of uh, other important things that I wasn't taking care of before and that also improves improves me a lot so yeah uh, I would say that that's it you talk about doing things correctly and being more professional I mean what do you do differently now than say a couple of years ago that makes you more professional yeah uh, of course uh, the regeneration of my body is is really important but uh, also on practices, I'm, I'm trying to understand what I'm practicing for, why I'm practicing it. Also, my coaches are explaining to me why I need to do it. And also, we are, we are speaking a lot about my game. So, yeah, and before it wasn't like that. Before, my coach uh, said, you're going to do this. And I was like, OK, I'm going to do, do this exercise, for example. But now... I want to to understand like why my coaches are are they're explaining without my asking they're telling me why to do it and I'm thinking more about it so uh, uh, also intensity uh, I'm trying to be more intense in the practices uh, not to do for example five hours of uh, tennis uh, in a day but some uh, sometimes two hours of practice is, is much more efficient than than five hours so. Yeah, the, like s- small things, but actually makes a uh, big difference. Did you have to be a bit rebellious, a bit of a rebel in terms of fighting your coaches to make them explain things so that you knew that you were all on the same program? Um, no, uh, it, it wasn't like forced from me to uh, to listen uh, uh, that my coaches are you know telling me this stuff. Uh, it's like, I don't know, it just came... I don't know how. Uh, they are. I don't know how to explain it. Um, we are just. I don't know. We understand each other, um, and they are. They are also professionals, of course. Marian, uh, extremely professional uh, coach, as you know all. And uh, so it's. It's all all been really simple, actually. It, it just it just comes, and uh, yeah, we are talking uh, talking a lot without my my forcing to it. So uh, we are all all we all have the fire in ourselves to to make me better, and yeah. I'll come back to Marianne Vida and Carol Beck in a minute, but I just wanted to talk to you about you had a long gap between uh, when you were won the Australian Open Juniors and then to getting in the, in the doubles and then you got into the uh, top 100 end of last year. Was there a time in that long period when you wondered whether you would ever make it or were you always prepared for a long period before it would really start to come good? Uh, actually, yeah, it was it was uh, pretty tough for me to go from juniors to to the men's tennis. I I was struggling a little bit. I would say around 300 ranking. I was I don't know two three years. So, but I still like uh, I still even then I I beat some good players who were around top hundred and on the challengers. But then I lost against you know w- even worse ranked uh, guy. So I was uh, a lot like. Uh, 
Sometimes I won, sometimes I lose, and my my level of tennis was was going up and down too much. So, uh, but I always believe that if I'm gonna if I'm gonna uh, have less downs, yeah, then uh, then I think I, I can. Of course, I can make it. I, I to be honest, I, I didn't uh, have some. I don't know. I wasn't thinking like that. That I'm not gonna make it. I always believed in myself that if I'm gonna work correctly and uh, stay healthy, I can I can be in top 100, in top 50, in top 30. I, I believe I can do it. And uh, yeah, so. Well, you've been proved right. But where does that inner belief come from? I don't know. Probably since since I was the kid. Uh, I remember when I was 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, <clears throat> I was always playing good. I, I remember these guys, Rublev, Zverev, uh, Hurkacz, every, we were all together in the same group uh, playing. So I knew I, I can, I know it was a long time ago and things change quickly. Some players who were top uh, number one in under 14, they're not even playing now. But, but I still uh, believe that if I played back uh, with them, I won some matches against them that I can do it also now. So uh, probably because because I experienced it in, in, in my junior times that I was I could beat this guy. So that's why probably I have this belief. Now you grew up in the provinces of Slovakia and at the age of 12, you and your mother moved to Bratislava so that you could really focus on your tennis. That's a big step. That's yeah. You in Slovakia, it's it's tough. You need to go to Bratislava if you wanna if you wanna continue to play professional tennis. So that was a big step. It was not easy. Uh, it was just me and my mother, and so it was it was some hard times. But uh, yeah, I would say yeah, it 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 paid uh, pretty well for me and also for my family that I'm able to to be in top fifty and uh, yeah. So it was it was it was tough, but it was worth it. What was the worst time that you went through? At that what was the toughest time? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think when I was 15, I was alone in Bratislava because my mother uh, she has to move back to Brasov to my home city because of the family. So I was alone with uh, with the family of my friend. So there was, uh, of course, back back then it was great for me because I was alone. I could do whatever I want. I didn't have uh, you know uh, parents around me, but. Uh, Probably was not it was not good for me because I was uh, you know I wasn't professional back then and uh, I had a lot of other things to do. So I was going to ask, were you disciplined as a teenager? If I was disciplined, no, I wasn't that disciplined. Uh, but I learned a lot actually from it. I, I don't regret, to be honest, I don't regret uh, anything. Of course, if I was ten years younger now, I would do things differently. But I don't regret. Uh, the way I was, I was approaching. That's that's life. Everyone has their own path. So that also may probably made me maybe stronger somehow. I don't know. So uh, yeah, there was a tough times to to be alone, and uh, it was also funny times. But you know, without family, it's it's not uh, not easy. And then my mother, she had to come back to Bratislava, and uh, yeah, so yeah. And so now you're working with Marianne Vider, who is one of the great coaches he took Djokovic to many Grand Slam titles and also with Carol Beck who uh, uh, was Slovakia's second singles player that got them to the Davis Cup final in 2005 what do they give you uh, what do they give me uh, good question uh, to be honest I, I respect every coach very much I, I respect them both of course Marianne is probably the best coach 
ever I, I can say that I think he is uh, and Carol he was not uh, he was not coaching any any great player before but I still uh, I still believed and I, I knew that he's capable of, of because he was a talented player he understands the game very well he's really good he sees many things uh, so and they both like they combined it's it's incredibly incredibly good energy we have a lot of fun uh, they understand each other as coaches and so they are not fighting uh, about some that I have this opinion and he has this opinion they always find a way uh, together and also with me so uh, that's that's working out pretty well how do they divide the work uh, I don't know they when I'm practicing at home they are both on the practices uh, so I don't know just it's just hard hard to say uh as i said there is some good chemistry between between us between our team so uh we don't have these problems that we don't have any problems actually so uh, it's 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 really it's working and it's really fun and when you say marianne is probably the best coach what makes him that uh-huh. I don't know if you look at the grand slams of his former uh, player he was coaching probably you can you can see it right so I, I think uh, grand slams uh, talks about itself so and when one looks at your big surge in results a big point was when you got to the final in Belgrade and you played Djokovic yeah. what did you learn from that yeah, uh, I was saying actually that in a lot of interviews uh, that uh, that match, uh, or I would say, okay, that tournament changed a lot because I, I regained my confidence back. Uh, so uh, that was the key uh, for me to, you know, I was after that I was playing really good the whole season and playing against Djokovic that uh, really showed me how is the tennis played and it's not about playing crazy fast or trying to be extremely aggressive. It's about uh, head and, you know, Djokovic is playing, it, it looks like he's playing chess. You, he's, uh, it was really incredible experience. I learned a lot from it. I, I, I saw how maybe I can play, not, not exactly, but some moves, how he's thinking. So I, was, I was re-watching this match a lot and, uh, yeah, the experience was amazing and, uh, it was a good school for me. And you played him again in Roland Garros 2022. And then you played Alcaraz in the semifinals in Hamburg, all of them on clay. How do you compare where Alcaraz and Djokovic are, having been on the opposite side of the net against both of them? I started with Alcaraz. Alcaraz is he's playing so fast. It's incredible. He's playing crazy aggressive. Crazy. Uh, he's fit he runs he catch everything also Djokovic also he's running incredibly but they're they're different players and uh it was with Alcaraz uh it was tough match actually it was really it was really tough once you 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 do short uh, ball to his forehand it's probably it's over so uh that's that's different but Djokovic when I was playing against him in Roland Garros I was a little bit stressed, of course. Uh, it was on Susan Langland for me. It was, oof, I was, you know, uh, yeah. It's a big court for you, and it's a small one for him. Yeah, yeah. Also, I, I think also he was probably stressed because uh, Marianne was on the other side. Yeah. Uh, so also, I think Marianne was a little bit stressed. <laughs> but uh, it was, it was, it was a good match. In third set, I was, uh, I was. I was up. I was five four. It was thirty all. I think six five deuce. So I was I was pretty close to to get his first set. But then he showed why he's one of the greatest players of all time. So 
but it was yeah it was nice match and uh, great experience also you've been runner up three times at tour ma- tour events this year leon marrakesh what is the thing missing from winning a tour event um uh good question i was pretty close in marrakesh uh i was set break up i think 40 15 i could go for 3-1 in second against Gofan, but uh, yeah, uh, I made some mistakes and then he went crazy up in his game and uh, so then I lost and uh, also against Nori in Lyon, it was third set and uh, I don't know, uh, something was missing probably, uh, my head was not working when I started to losing and uh, so I think it's, it's pretty much all about the head uh, in this type of matches, so I know, I know what can I do better next time if I'm in finals, so we'll see. Just away from tennis, you've been quoted as saying that your dream job outside tennis would be a businessman because business is like tennis. What do you mean by that? I like, I don't know, uh, in my family we have uh, uh, business people in the family, so uh, I don't know, I just like the, how it works. It's 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 really stressful job, uh, also, tennis is stressful, so probably there is some similarity. You like the stress? Of course, the stress is perfect. So uh, sometimes it's okay, sometimes you're angry about it, but sometimes it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird, but uh, I like it, actually. So I don't know. Uh, I just see myself next, I don't know, when I'm finished with tennis, I, I probably I'll see myself in, in business. I don't know what kind of business, but uh, I'm trying to learn from, you know, from my friends who are working in business and owning some companies, and that really is, it's fun for me to, to learn these things. And is there a product that you'd love to sell, that you'd love to build a business around? Is there any, or an area that interests you? Uh, so far, I don't have anything in my mind, like, uh, especially the one thing I want to do. But uh, I like the whole process. I mean, how it works, how to how to grow the business. It's it's really it's it's complicated, of course. But uh, but I really like it. And I've also read that you one of your favorite foods is pancakes with chocolate spread and whipped cream. Is that left over from your rebellious teenage years, or is that something you allow yourself occasionally as part of keeping a sense of who you are? Ah uh, no! Since since I was a young boy, I I loved pancakes. My grandma was making it for me, and uh, since then I just I just love sweet things, cakes, whatever. Uh, doesn't matter what. Everything sweet is is good for me, but pancakes is is the cherry on the top. So uh, yeah, I I just I just love it. If I because I don't I don't think of it as as top level athletes' food. Or am I being a little bit too puritan here? Yeah, probably you are. Uh, sometimes, of course, you you can have a cheat day. Uh, so I'm not eating it every every day. But when I have it, some sometimes in the hotel in the breakfast, uh, of course, I'm eating it. So uh, it's not every day uh, food for me. But when I when I can have it, I'll order. And finally, just a word back to tennis. Um, what do you think the next step is for you in your tennis career? Of course, I have uh, things in my mind. I'm not going to talk about it right now. Uh, I have some goals set. I have something in my head, uh, what I want to improve. And for me, uh, I need to improve a lot of things. And I know that uh, if I'm going to work on that, uh, I'll be more dangerous player. So uh, I believe that 
that's going to work what what we are speaking with my coaches about and uh, we'll see next year how it goes but I'm confident you seem to know your own mind yeah of course I I'm thinking by myself I always trying to think by myself all the very best thank you very much